the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hey there, it is Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. If you are watching Facebook Live or YouTube Live, that youngster right there on the screen is Pastor Tom Gray. He's been drinking the Fountain of Youth, and he's also lead pastor of Mars Hill Community Church, Powder Springs. Pastor, how are you? Doing great, Rick. You doing okay? Hey, I'm serious now. I'm not I'm not playing. Uh, when I said that before we went live, I'm like, my gracious, he looks the same, doesn't he, Dan? He looks exactly the same. And it's been probably a couple of years since we've talked to you. And and sure enough, you look exactly the same. So whatever it is that you're drinking, you need to share with us <laughs> so, we, so we can stay looking the same. Oh, Mars Hill yeah. Coffee, is that what it is? It, it's, it's a special <laughs> Mars Hill Coffee. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. <laughs> you can only get it at Mars Hill Community Church. Sunday well, mornings. <laughs> and we're only assuming that it's legal. It's all good. It's, it's yeah. all good. It's all good. Well, Real Pastor, coffee. it's good to have you. Dan mentioned the last time we talked to you, and it was when you were running for, for office. And, That's right. Uh, it didn't seem, you know, I went back to look, and it I can't I can't believe it's been, what, four years now? Four 20, years. Yeah. Has it been four? Wow. I was it thinking has, two years. Yeah. Wow. 2018. We That's were right. in the studio then. Of course, in between, right. there's been a couple of years of, of COVID and working from home and, mm-hmm. and and craziness. If you don't mind me asking, and we're, and we're not going to dig deep into politics because we want to talk yeah. about ministry, but what did you learn? Because this was a this was a tight race, and I didn't. I remember it being tight, but when I looked at the stats, I'm like, my gracious! So, what did you learn during the whole process? Oh man, long list of lessons. Um, you know, one of the things that uh, was encouraging in the middle of, uh, you know, politics can be a, about as discouraging of a of an environment as you yes. could uh, spend any time in. But an, an encouraging thing was that, that at the foundational level, our system, our representative democracy of the people, by the people, for the people, at least in theory, right? Um, it really is. It really has some access to every single citizen, even in the sense of who can become a candidate. And so learning for the first ever, maybe only we'll see, see what, what God's uh, plans are in the future. But at this point, at least the only encounter with uh, attempting to run for office, it it's incredible. Anybody can run for office, basically, mm-hmm. um, yeah. you know, and uh, and have a chance. You know, so what we did in, in our particular uh, race, you know, going up against. Uh, the wife of the longest standing incumbent in the legislature with all of those kind of built in advantages of um, you know, kind of his network and name recognition, right. those things. But just one guy with a team of others around volunteers basically could go out there at about a third of the budget of the opponent and, and basically just about win. And we came, yeah. you're right, Rick, less than 200 votes short went to a yeah. runoff and um, so that, that was encouraging and it was fun. It was, uh, the, the fun part was meeting a lot of people and, and engaging, uh, around issues that really affect everybody's life. So I, I do think, you know, that, that Christians, uh, man, you know, as much as, uh, 
you know, politics is distasteful and all of that. We just have to, and especially I, I take it as a blessing from God uh, where we, where he chose to have us live, be born, you know, we're citizens of America. And a lot of our Christian brothers and sisters around the world, I don't think that they, they don't have the privilege uh, that we enjoy as Americans, but with that, they don't, you know, we have a stewardship responsibility. What do we do with that in a government that at least is theoretically set up to include and be dependent on the people? Well, we as Christians need to be actively engaged uh, in that process, whatever that looks like, you know, um, obviously being informed, being involved. And, and occasionally we need, we need some of us to, uh, to, to run for office, to be in those positions of influence. So yeah, definitely kudos to you for doing that, man. It's yeah, yeah. Uh, we, we need more, just regular folks that run, running for office who, who are in touch with the people. So yeah, absolutely. Let's, let's do this. Let's talk about, uh, I know Easter's coming up and uh, you've got, you've been developing a new ministry. You want to talk about all that. I'm going to say go and you just talk. What do you want to bring up? <laughs> well, you know, a couple of massive things you guys mentioned COVID and uh, fortunately to a large degree, we're kind of seemingly to be coming out of it, or at least it's transitioning from this pandemic to uh, I've heard a guy talk about ILI, you know, the, all the COVID stuff can increasingly just be categorized as um, these influenza-like illnesses, you know, so in essence, kind of uh, in the regular type of uh, sicknesses that, that were already a part of the world and, and, and now just have a new one to include in that pantheon of, of ways we can get sick and, and potentially die. Yeah. But um, so hopefully there's, and maybe Easter this year will be a new um, opportunity. We just had at, at Mars Hill, a family that has showed back up in person for the first time two weeks ago. It's so fun. And the wow. wife just had tears in her eyes as she was coming into the sanctuary. And, you know, again, still, you know, there may be people who have valid reasons to continue to, to attend virtually, but I think, man, there's value, huge value, if anybody can, to getting back in person. And my, I meet with a pastor's group regularly and it's just, it still has a kind of hangover effect yeah. on church being able to function in its full strength. Um, mm -hmm. But maybe this Easter will be a, a season here where um, we kind of take another step and really uh, not just getting back to the way it was, but hopefully back in a forward movement kind of a way where we can go forward stronger than we were before COVID and, and on a bunch of levels, healthier, yeah. um, uh, you know, our hearts maybe having been impacted through through all we've experienced. But mm -hmm. you guys have big plans for Easter at Mars Hill. Uh, we do. I mean, nothing radically different. You know, we want to be faithful to the the message. Obviously, we we, we usually do two services every Sunday morning, and our our sanctuary is kind of small ish uh, anyway. But um, so we'll have three services on on Easter Sunday just to make sure we can accommodate everybody and you know, kind of work on how the parking will, will flow, mm -hmm. but just, and it's kind of cool this year. A lot of times we're in Cobb County and I don't know, a lot of the other counties may be similar, but spring break usually has this weird way of uh, falling right. one or the other weekends of spring break on Easter, yeah. which, you know, Easter is the high attendance day, but spring break kind of, you know, takes a bite out of that a little bit sometimes this year. It's not that way. So yeah. we're Easter is the Sunday after spring break's all done and behind us. So very excited that that will really uh, make a you know an opportunity for huge crowds to come, which we're excited about. Awesome. Yeah. With Pastor uh, Tom Gray, he is the lead pastor of Mars Hill Community Church, Powder Springs. All right, let's talk about the new stuff you guys have been working 
on developing something new. It sounds really cool. Uh, this stuff matters. Uh, podcast uh, spots, uh, commercials, et cetera. Yeah. Tell us more. Yeah. So, Rick, it's just um, it's super simple in concept. It's just trying to get biblical gospel messaging to unreached people. You know, I, I, I at least in my mind, I, um, I envy. That's not the right word totally, but uh, you, you kind of perhaps in an in over romanticized way, you, you, you think, man, the Apostle Paul, you know, as he traveled through the pagan Roman Empire, city to city, uh, proclaiming the good news of the Messiah, the Savior of the world, Jesus, who's come. You know, the, the world was set up in a way where every little town had some central gathering point or place, you know, the Areopagus mm-hmm. uh, or whatever, the, you know, the different places in the different cities. And pretty quickly, you could communicate this message uh, of course, different groups philosophized or, you know, whatever different religions they presented, but you could tell people the story of Jesus and it would spread relatively quickly. And, you know, you could, you could let the whole region know uh, they would have heard the gospel at some point. We don't really have a similar platform in Metro Atlanta, for example, or in any of our other places. Where can you go and, and tell people who've never heard the message, you know, tell them the message. Well, you know, maybe a closest, uh, similar venue is is the things that are available electronically digitally what you know over the airwaves uh, these days the internet or or older traditional technology radio mm-hmm. uh, the, the beauty of that and so that's basically what this stuff matters is is just trying to to speak the message now not a not a highly christianized religiousized whatever churchy uh, form not a chapter and verse kind of a thing but but taking biblical truths and uh, finding the direct connection to God's wisdom and, and and grace in a way that hopefully will resonate with and speak to the needs and the hearts, uh, the lives of people far from God. And so we're developing 30 and 60 second radio spots. We supplement it with what we have on our website. We've, we've got this podcast now to, to go with it as well, where the point is just messaging, hopefully in a way that builds uh, favor and trust in its usefulness and its uh, benefit to those living their lives and in a way that awakens them to, oh, wow, God said that, the Bible said that, the Bible mm-hmm. speaks to these kinds of things. And then we do, we, we you know, we, we do go very gospel direct uh, often as well. And, but it's to take them, uh, introduce them, the, the idea being, you know, people completely unaware of the gospel and foreign to, uh, to Jesus to, to start conversations with them, start speaking into their lives, and then in a way that hopefully can can introduce them to Christ and, and bring them to, to the Lord. So that's kind of what we do. We do it on secular radio and, um, and try to drive people. The end of every radio spot puts the website, um, thisstuffmatters.net, is how each radio spot ends. And then uh, we've got the website set up where uh, we've got options for people to even dig a little deeper. How do I have peace with God? Mm. Uh, how do I receive um, kind of guidance and wisdom? In essence, a daily kind of uh, devotional uh, type thing that we've got them connected to. So that's what it is. Awesome. Now, uh, what yeah. have you heard from folks so far about about their experience with it? Yeah, we've been at it for a year and a half. We ran the first ads uh, the 1st of October in 2020. Um, and well over 3,000 folks have, have gone to the website and wow. dug around. And we hear from people different things. Um, you know, just, um, 
I don't know, questions about a specific spot that we ran or uh, people saying, well, how can I find a church near me, which we've been able to help direct people to, you know, churches near where they are located. Awesome. Um, and just people expressing, you know what, hey, thanks for that. I needed that. Or I was, um, man, my wife and I were struggling in your spot you where you talked about how as a man, I, I need to view my life as having two jobs. You know, sometimes, man, we like to you know, you have this little pity party and like, oh, I worked hard all day and now I'm supposed to go home and right. it's like a second job. But in essence, kind of challenging men to say, yeah, you do have two jobs. In fact, the one you have at home is is more important than the one you, you work hard at all day. Yeah. And and here's how you can make some mental shifts to get ready to to make the most of that. And so a lot of a lot of people just engaging, interacting with some of the specific spots and teachings and uh, and people exploring. We're about to add to the, the podcast, we're about to add a, a regular luncheon, a business luncheon where we feature uh, maybe a celebrity or a, a special speaker. We've got the first of those coming up right after Easter uh, down in the Cumberland Mall area, which I'm excited about. So, yeah, Very we're cool. going to get out there and try to just meet people that don't know the Lord and, and shine a light and speak truth and hopefully in a winsome way that, that the God will use to bring them to himself. Right. That's now, it. Now- now the format, are you doing it solo? Do you have a co-host? Are you interviewing people? What is it? Are you doing all of the above? Yeah, all, kind of all of the above. Um, we've got a board of directors for This Stuff Matters, a team of eight guys that help me. We have, I don't receive a dime for, for anything. All the funding that goes to it is to, to get the spots out. Yeah. Uh, none of the board gets compensated. We do have a director, a lady um, who works part-time on it. So she does a lot, you know, she does all the, the, the hard work, um, <laughs> it, you know, the, the functioning of the, you know, the nuts and bolts. But then uh, the podcast, I actually have a, a, a co-host that does it with me, the two of us do it together. Um, and then uh, we've just started that. We only got like about 10 episodes out so far. And one of those that's going to be released next is an interview. Uh, but before that, they've all been just he and I kind of uh, focusing on a specific topic. But we want to include more and more people. In fact, uh, the, one of the radio stations that we, or the, the radio station that we run these ads through right now, we'd like to expand it in the future. But it's uh, the sports talk radio station here in Atlanta, and so and one of the guys on on there that's one of their uh, on air personalities, former University of Georgia quarterback. He's he and some other guys have been um, really in, excited about what we're doing, buying into it, uh, joining in, helping us message. In fact, so it's Hudson Mason is the guy's name. He's the former. Yeah. Usually sure. quarterback, a believer. And so he's going to be the guy that's our featured speaker at this April luncheon. I mean, he's not, he's not, we're not compensating him. I mean, this is a kind of a purely, um, well, obviously it's a nonprofit, but hopefully a purely gospel hearted, uh, get the message out kind of motivation and effort. So, hmm. Very cool. Yeah. And so yeah. good. Pastor Tom Gray, lead pastor of Mars Hill Community Church, Powder Springs. And you just heard about the podcast. And uh, no doubt uh, you check out the station. You're going to hear the spots. This stuff matters dot net. Dan, do we have about five minutes? I'd like to ask one question. We can yeah. see if we can go. Let's we'll go ahead and take this into uh, uh, the, the next segment. Have you had many folks ask you about the, the Russian invasion and the, the war in the Ukraine? Uh, anything like that? And, and, and what's going on there? Yeah, we we absolutely have. It's it's heavy on the hearts of tuned in and concerned American Christians for sure. In fact, this Monday night, um, a couple days ago, we held a night of prayer at Mars Hill for the Ukraine. And it was really powerful night, not just 
as any night a gathering together in worship and prayer is, but a couple of the people in our church have direct connections to ministries in the Ukraine and are actively involved. Um, actually, both of those ministries are orphan uh, care and orphanage ministries. Um, so, I mean, they were able to put up pictures on the slides that had been taken the day before or earlier mm -hmm. that day, you know, um, orphans huddled in a basement uh, as tanks have been driving by outside. And so on that level, um, there's great concern, but there's also that concern. I think maybe Rick, you're, you're um, asking the question because it is concern of a lot of Christians and that is, you know, Hey, does, where does all of this fit in yeah. potentially to kind of end times prophecy and, and all of that? And we've addressed that and we'll keep addressing it. You know, uh, the answer at this point is we don't know. Uh, and we have to guard against rampant speculation. You yeah, know? So, yeah, yeah. you know, certainly I, my, my major in college was uh, history with an emphasis on 20th century European history. Uh, and so you see, you know, World War One and World War Two had similar um, uh, kind of starting points. You know, it starts as a smaller scale thing and then it gobbles up others and more and more get into it and it expands. And, and this could go that way, obviously, uh, very quickly. So that's something we want to pray against and be aware of. And, and I'm, I've got a son who is about to graduate from the Air Force Academy, and he's going to enter into the pilot training. And, you know, President Zelensky of Ukraine just uh, asked our Congress today, please, you know, do this no-fly zone. Well, right, right, right. I know we're hesitant to do that, but if that decision was made, it's going to be these Air Force pilots who will be the first guys in harm's way. And my mm -hmm. son will be a couple of years away from you know, being a pilot, he's got to get trained first, but it's very real yeah. uh, on that level. And we don't, you know, we, we could be on the verge of being engulfed in a completely um, full scale world war yet again, that's possible. Um, but then the biblical end times prophecy, you know, certainly there are alliances there to keep an eye on, but we got to guard against running away with getting crazy in our speculation. We, we live each day. Let's, let's focus on the day, you know, right. today live today for Jesus, do the right things for his glory. Um, but it could, let's keep an eye out. You know, if, if uh, Putin and uh, his unholy alliance starts turning down towards Syria and Jerusalem and all that, he's like, oh boy, all right. Um, Here we go. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. So, Great answer. And that's, I've heard a lot of that. I've heard a lot of just the, eh, not sure, keep an eye on it. And, uh, but we definitely, you know, want to pray, and we have been for the the Ukrainian folks, and also for the Russian Christians. Can you imagine being mm -hmm. in a country where it's go, going totally against what what you believe? And I I don't know if you you saw that clip of that that news producer that jumped on the screen of right. The, right. Uh, and, and just said, "Hey, don't believe it. You know, this is you know f fake news, basically." And she was uh, arrested yes. and yeah, not yeah. allowed to sleep for two days and right. interrogated and yeah. right, right. But uh, I had not seen that. Wow. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so it was a what a bold move. Uh, yeah. She's out now. She did. They did release her. And I think she had to pay a fine of. Well, it was in dollars. So two hundred fifty three hundred dollars, whatever the fine was. But for her to do that as bold as she did. Uh, yeah. The miracle. But all, all that said, it's got to be a lot of pressure on the Russian church to to, you know, to say, hey, you know, we're we're praying and we're believing this is just not what we, what we feel like is a, is a godly move at all. Mm -hmm. Amen. And we need, and we did, we need to, you're right. We've got brothers and sisters in Russia, I assume and believe even in the Russian military, you know, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, 
and and I pray for a you know we again similarly to how we don't know you know uh, if we're right on the verge of right. Jesus returning and all of that, right. but we pray and we ought to function as if revival and awakening is possible. That's a, that's the focus of our effort and. Yeah. You know, you hear these stories. There are. I, I know God is at work, and there's a great movement of God in the Ukraine, in Russia, and and even in Europe. You know, I, you hear these little things where you're like, "Oh, wait a minute!" This desperately dark uh, spiritual place that has been Europe and Western Europe, even, might be being jolted right now in a way that could lead to a yeah. spiritual awakening. That's what we need to pray for. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Well said. Hey, uh, Pastor, we love spending time with you. Let's do it. Let's not wait four years. Sorry about that. Let's do it again. <laughs> let's let's get together with you, and we'll do that. You guys, yeah, you holler anytime. And I'd lo- I, I love you guys are just fun to hang out with, and this is what you're doing is uh, highly significant, and I love being any small part of it I can be. Thank you. Well, so you're much. just down the road from me, so we'll we'll holler. Yeah. We'll holler. yeah, let's let's go to lunch one of these days, Dan. Yes, I would love that. Yeah. All right. Tom Gray is the pastor, lead pastor, Mars Hill Community Church, Powder Springs. Check out the Easter services. Uh, They're going to be off the chain. He's not going to preach the message. Hey, where you been? He's not going (laughs) to preach that at all. No guilt. No guilt. Yeah, that's right. And developing uh, that great ministry, uh, The Stuff Matters, the podcast. Check that out as well. You can see that on the screen. Uh, ThisStuffMatters.net. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com. <laughs> 